Hey, welcome to this week's Selling with John show. Fast-paced sales tips, all designed to help you sell more. This show is going to look at motivation. Really, really epic sales motivation. It's going to help you swing your legs out of bed in the morning. It's going to get you excited. It's going to get you smashing the phone each day. It's going to help you close more deals. Are you ready? Let's go. So I thought I'd call my new website Selling with John because you see Selling with John is a great idea because I, for one, am the only person who can sell. So I need to make other people sell and then we can all make one million dollars. Sell the steak, not the sizzle. That's right. There's too many salespeople that they can talk a good game, they can make something sound really good, but they're missing the point. To be a good ethical salesperson that helps a business grow because you create long-term sticky customers, you've got to make sure you understand what's in it for your customer. So you're not just selling them some fluff. You're not going all sizzly great information that makes them feel good. You've actually got to deliver them meat afterwards. I mean, can you imagine going to a restaurant and ordering a really expensive best steak or your favorite dinner? And thinking, wow, I can't wait for this. It sounds so epic on the menu. I'm, you know, saliva, you're drooling in anticipation. And then a little charred bit of chewed up meat that turns up on your plate. You're going to feel disappointed. And you've got to avoid that in sales. You've got to make sure you understand what the real meat is behind the sizzle that you're selling. The optimist says, my glass is half full. The pessimist says, my glass is half empty. The salesperson says, let's get some ice. Right from the moment we're born in life, your world is shaped. It starts off by being your parents, then your siblings, your friends, the people you go to school with, then university, through work, through the people you socialise with. Your world becomes shaped. The biggest mistake you can make is doing something because you try to make someone else happy. And it's at the expense of your own happiness. If you're going to do something, do something that's right for you. You don't need anyone's approval. If you want something, it's down to you to go make it happen. It's not down to your parents. It's not down to your friends. It's not down to your colleagues. It's down to you. If you want something, go out there and go down, make it happen. Get off your backside. The world is your oyster. Anything is possible if you are truly driven to do what you want to do that's going to make you happy. And you can be happy now as soon as you've decided what you want to do because you know that you're starting that journey. But you do not need the approval of anyone else. I'm going to caveat that at one point. Make sure you stick to the law. Don't do anything unethical. Don't do anything illegal because I'm not supporting that. Here, I've got a quick one for you. Are you ready to laugh out loud? How do salespeople greet each other? Hi, nice to meet you. I'm better than you. I'm here all week. Lol. And in sales, karma works. Karma happens. If you screw someone over, you're going to get screwed over back. And it also applies here with the approval. If you're doing something that you know is hurting other people, it's going to hurt you eventually. It will happen. You don't know when, you don't know where, but it will strike. It will happen. So treat people nice. Do things the right way. Don't screw anyone over. You may just smile and nod and do what the hell you're going to do anyway. You don't need anyone's approval, but be nice about it. Great friends. Meet people along the way, have fun. But you don't need anyone's approval. Do what you want to do. 15 second sales tips. Increase your close rate with tie downs. And that's a nice feature, isn't it? I'm sure you can see how that would work for you, right? And who would not want that? I can't think of a better way, can you? 
good solution, right? 15 seconds sales step. I've done thousands of coaching sessions and it comes down to, I've learned all these great models, I've done a lot of education, I've sat in a lot of seminars, but ultimately it always comes down to two questions. It's not normally that there's something missing outside of the person's brain, it's normally you just need to clear some fluff that's got in there. And it always comes down to two questions. What do you want? And you really have to dig on someone. You really have to push. If you don't, if someone doesn't know what they want, then they're just free raining through the world. And they, you know, you're going to get whatever. You wouldn't get in a taxi, and when they say where you want to go, mate, you don't turn around and go, "Oh, uh, I don't know." You're getting in a taxi and going, "Hey, take me to here, please. Take me to this specific location." And your brain's like that. You've got to decide where you're going. You got to know what you want. And if you know what you want, you can get in that taxi and go, hey, brain, take me here. And your brain being the goal-seeking nature that it is will take you there. But if you're not telling it where you want to go, well, how the hell are you going to get there? You're not. You're just going to go on some journey, drift off anywhere. And hey, maybe that's fine with you. But if you really want something, you've got to say, what is it you want? The second part, then, as I said, there's two questions. The first part, you work out and you really dig with someone. What is it you want? And you've got to ask yourself that question. What is it you want? But the second part is then, great, if you know what you want, then what the hell is stopping you? Most people overthink things, they let fear take over, anxiety, and it paralyzes them. They get all these crazy images in their head of how difficult something's going to be. And because as humans, we're lazy, they don't want to do it, the challenge is too much. But you can't do that, you know, the fear is worse in your head, always. And it paralyzes you. It stops you getting what you want and it keeps you in your little box. But if you take the time that if you want to know what you want and you take time to list everything that's stopping you, you can actually then sit there and go, hey, is that actually crazy? Is that actually real? Is that actually going to stop me? Or what can I do about it? What action can I take? So two questions. If your life is a little bit stuck at the moment, your career, family, relationships, whatever it is, ask yourselves these two questions. What do you want? What's stopping you? I am HypnoCat and you will buy from me. Hello there, I'm HypnoCat and I'm here to talk to you about NLP skills and how you can use NLP to help you sell more. Now this week, I want to talk to you about what NLP does. NLP is about using language to fire off emotions in people. And people buy on emotions. So what's really important is when you're pitching in HypnoCat style, what you need to do is make sure they get a real experience and imagine using your product. So when you put a feature forward and explain something to them when you're giving a demonstration, say something like, how do you see yourself using that? What would you do with that? How would you use that in your business? And when they give you a real example, you've got some pretty powerful stuff to help you close a deal because they're telling you exactly how they would use it. And when they imagine how they're using it, you're halfway there to getting the sale already. I'm HypnoCat. I love football and that's English football, soccer, if you're one of my American friends. And when I was at school, you know, I was never in the first team. I was a decent player, but being a big guy, I never, you know, got into the top team. But one weekend, we had this amazing five-a-side football tournament where you created your own teams. 
So me and my friends at the time, you know, we were all long hair. We were rockers. We were Metallica fans. We were Guns N' Roses fans. You know, we turned up as Team Heavy Metal in our Metallica t-shirts as our kit up against these school teams, you know, these really good players. But we knew we could win because we were a team. And we won. We won that tournament against all these great players. And how we did it is we did something different. We didn't just go into the battle knowing we were going to lose. We went in and with a tactic of confusion, we decided to take a stance where we would rotate around the pitch in this five-a-side so no one could mark us. It would just confuse the hell out of us. We'd make a substitution every 60 seconds because we had rolling subs. And because we weren't that good at passing around and it was quite a small pitch, our tactic was shoot, but the person to your right was always there ready to get the follow-up to put it in the net. Guess what happened? Big posh school, assembly, team heavy metal went up and claimed the trophy. Boom, we did something different. We won that battle. Nice ice cream, nice ice cream. Me like this ice cream. This is really nice. Oh, I'm sorry, nice ice cream. Ah, brain freeze. It's really important to understand you always have true choice in your life. So many people, they, they, they go and try to do something but fear stops them because they look at something and they go, oh, that's a problem. I want to do this, but I've seen that, that it's a problem. And they don't do anything. But that's never really true. What you've got to do is, if you're in that situation, you've got something that's stopping you, instead of just having that one option, which is a problem, put something else in there. Give yourself two routes of action you could take. Okay, still not perfect. But instead of a problem, at least you've got a dilemma. Instead of going, oh, I could do this, but it won't work. You could go, hey, I could do this or this. I don't know which one's better. That's great, but why don't you get yourself true choice, add in a third. Give yourself three options of what you could do. And the more options you put in, the more you understand what true choice you've got. Because you've just got to find one thing that enables you to take action towards what you want. And if you're sitting there with just one option, you've got a problem. Sitting there with two, you've got a dilemma. Give yourself three or more, you can sit there and you can go, hey, yes, I'm going to do this. No, I'm not going to do that. Or, hey, I'm not going to do anything. But it's your decision. You decide which route you're going to take. Up, out, dressed, coffee. Yes, morning huddle, super motivating manager. Here we go. Yeah. New leader in. Oh my God, calling customers. Missed another deal. My one-to-one is going really well. I got one, I got one, I closed the deal. Oh my God, it's home time. Yes. Positivity in sales is massive. You've got to eliminate negativity. It's a disease. It will hurt you. It stops you selling. No one's going to buy from a negative person. But likewise, if you're in a team and negativity is going around, it's going to rip your team apart because that's the chatter that takes over your head. And that's what your brain will start focusing on. That's what your brain will start walking towards. So you've got to eliminate all of this. And I've got a really cool little game that you can play that helps you get on the on the positive. It's called the game of threes. Now, I know for if I said to you, tell me three things you want right now in your life, you couldn't answer them off the top of your head because you haven't thought about it. You're going to have to sit there and have a little think about it. You're going to have to go, hmm, well, maybe this, this and this. And that's using up brain power. But on the flip side, if I said to you, tell me three things that suck about your life right now, I bet you, you could tell me within seconds. I bet you, you could tell me, oh, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And that's because you're set wrong. Your brain's set in the wrong direction. It doesn't mean anything's right or wrong. It just means your focus is in the wrong place. 
So, what I want you to do is start playing the games of threes. I want you to start saying, if you're going to do something, tell me three things that's good about that. Do it with anything. Hey, someone says, what do you want to drink? Go, uh, tea, coffee, coke. Uh, I'll have a coke. But start putting those three options on the table for you and put them in a positive light. It's a bit like exercising. The more familiar you make that muscle, the more familiar you get things, the sooner your brain will automatically just start doing this for you, start feeding you more positive information and your life will start moving in a more positive direction as a result. One of my favourite quotes ever is by Mahatma Gandhi. Be the change you want to see in the world. Too many people, they, they go, I want to do this and I'll be happy when I get there. You don't have to do that. Decide what you want, but be happy about it right now. Be that person. If you know what you want, start being that person today. Because your body will start getting used to it and it will start pushing you in that direction. Be the change you want to see in the world. If, if you're in an office environment and you're sick of negativity, be the positive one. Be what you want other people to be. Because if your spirit and your commitment to getting what you want is there, you will become infectious in a positive way where people will start moving towards you. People will always move towards pleasure over pain. And if you're that bright, pleasurable beacon it's radiating positive energy. It's drawing people in. You become like a magnet. You are going to get what you want because people will start being like you. They will see you as a leader. They will come to you for what they want because they respect you. Because you've had the balls to stand up and go balls out for what you want. Be the change that you want to see in the world.